audio check. On this episode is the first installment of OMG Pharmacy. Hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, this is RX Radio. I'm your host, Richard Waithe, and I have a very special guest with me here today for the first installment of OMG Pharmacy. It is Dr. Lori Ng Waith. That's me. <laughs> She's also my wife. <laughs> and we're at home. <laughs> anyway. Technically, I'm not Ng Waith yet. Yeah. Well, I have to change my name. Not legally. but I mean, no, you're right. Yeah. But legally, I am Well, wife. yeah, actually, technically, legally, you are. Well, no, I'm, legally, I'm not Ng Waith. I'm just legally your wife. Oh, that's true. Okay. okay. Anyway, so if you are following RX Radio on any social media platform, you probably saw that I asked for people to submit their stories about crazy or funny stories that happening in a pharmacy, and we're calling it OMG Pharmacy. Um, so if anyone wants to submit their story uh, to be potentially read on the podcast, one like this, uh, you can email omg at rxradio.fm. Or send me an email there or a direct message on any social media platform uh, to have it read. It's going to be anonymous. I'm not going to like say who sent these stories in um, unless you specifically want me to shout you out. Uh, you let me know. But if not, I'm defaulting to this being anonymous. So uh, I'm going to read the stories and we're going to talk about them. Some of them are going to be short. Some of them might have like some commentary with it. Some of them are going to be funny. You haven't shared any of these with me yet. So I'm going to be completely... <laughs> natural in my reaction yeah i i wish that i could also be like it'd be like my first reaction as well because some of them are like really funny but like i've gone through some of them that i've, I've gone through that we're going to talk about so um but i'm excited i'm excited to go through this okay so the first one is going to highlight like adherence problems which some of these stories are like adherence related some of them are like you know theft related things like that so um but here's the here's the first one that's a uh, kind of adherence related had a patient once who had spaced out a seven-day course of antibiotics for a tooth infection over 42 days because he thought they worked like a painkiller and he would only take them when he really felt need, like he needed it. So the infection went untreated for 42 extra days before he called asking for more. I had to explain how antibiotics worked so he could learn how to use them. Um, OMG. Yeah, <laughs> that is a legitimate <laughs> OMG. I mean, it's crazy, but like, you know, you, you think about a SIG... It's not super clear a yeah. lot of times, you know, um, especially sometimes like we let things fly by. That's just like once daily, mm -hmm. you know, um, and if there's no in specific word to say you actually have to take this every day, not as needed. Some people will assume it's as needed. I do like in some antibiotic um, directions when they say take even finish every or what are this? Is it like finish every tablet, even if you're feeling better? finish the entire bottle. Yeah. You know, it's, I, I like it when it spells it out so that there's no, <laughs> there's no question as to how to take it. Well, that usually comes as a counseling point. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't, I've, I don't think I've ever put that in an actual SIG um, that I can it. remember. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I haven't, I just can't remember now, but usually it's a counseling point for antibiotics. Um, so, and these, these comments I'm going through, it's going to be the first, the first ones I'm going through is going to be on RX Radio's Instagram comments. So it's actually public, but it's still pretty funny. Uh, this one was, a doctor wrote, take half a capsule of this, of his medication. So the patient was separating half of the contents of the capsules out and stuffing them with styrofoam and then swallowing half the contents with styrofoam. What? <laughs> 
How is that even possible? That's crazy. First of all, how do you chop up styrofoam so small so that it fits into a capsule? What kind of capsules are these? Calcium acetate. Yeah. Those are the largest capsules that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy because people, that's a situation where like someone literally overthought it and like overcomplicated it, you know? So then wait, so then read me the directions one more time. The SIG was just take half, it was uh, Half half a capsule. Hmm. How does one take half the capsule? Well, that's also poorly. Well, I mean, I mean, now there's a whole other bunch of problems now to think about it. You mm-hmm. know, like, you know, was he separating out the con? Like, yeah, what do you do, really? Yeah. That was a, probably a misfill at some, <laughs> some way or another. Um, all right, this one's kind of funny. We have a drunk man who stumbles in a couple times a month and steals ibuprofen. Sometimes, <laughs> it's funny. Sometimes he'll come back with a handful of change, throw it on the counter, and call it even. <laughs> He's like, we just let it happen. This pharmacy. You know what? Honestly, if he's stealing some ibuprofen, like that's that's fine. I'd rather you be stealing ibuprofen than going to like you know jump over the counter to steal my Percocet. Yeah, like that's fine. <laughs> I wonder how much like change he would actually leave on the counter. <laughs> I just picture some guy walking in. And you hear like the changes the ch- hit like the, the counter. The, the jingle, the, t- yeah. the the jingles of the change like splashing on the ground or yeah, on the counter, like like raindrops. <laughs> Poor guy, he must have been in a lot of pain. Yeah, I mean, and plus like the you know, people are in such bad situations sometimes where they have to result to that. But mm-hmm. I mean, good Samaritan though, he came in and like, you know, tried to kind of make it even. All right, so here's another one. So one time, patient came to the pharmacy counter with a tub of ice cream, looked me straight in the eye and said, my doctor told me I need more calcium. Do you think this will help? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that life is all about balance. And you know what? You can have, if you, can, if you ask the way you want your calcium, go ahead. And you, you do this. You do you. I wonder if it was mint chocolate chip. They say dark chocolate is good for your heart. So if it's been chocolate chip, then it had dark chocolate in it. So that would work. Yeah. Hmm. Probably not great for your reflux, though. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one that I got from uh, in a direct message on Instagram. Had a patient pick up NuvaRing and declined consultation. Patient then came in a few days later and stated that it wasn't working. I asked how she could tell. She then presents her wrist where she had squeezed her hand into the NuvaRing and was wearing it like a bracelet. Oh. The area like, <laughs> it's better. <laughs> the area was super red and irritated. After explaining this is a vaginal ring, she was shocked that the doctor would prescribe such a thing for her. Needless to say, the doctor changed the prescription to tablets. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. It's really interesting how like it doesn't even come up in a doctor's appointment. How would you prefer to take your birth control? Because I feel like with the, all the options, like it's an important thing to bring up. Yeah. And like, you don't want to assume that they don't know or didn't talk to their, you know, their physician about it. But you know what? I could totally see how somebody would like mistake NuvaRing for a bracelet. Yeah. For it's like a child's bracelet size, but (laughs) I mean, I could see it. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Uh, This story came in from a technician, which people are, are like, you know, asking, oh, I'm a technician. Like, is it okay if I tell you a story? Like, of course, like technicians probably have some as equal crazy stories as pharmacists do and have an equal part in the pharmacy as well, if not even more important. So 
Uh, if you're a technician, you're listening to this and feel like maybe like, you know, you don't, you know, your stories aren't good enough. Like definitely send your stories in because I think it'd be great to hear. All right. So this story is from a tech, from a, a pharmacy technician. I was working with a, one pharmacist and another tech, a kind of shady guy drops off an oxycodone, but he has insurance. And when we checked the, uh, the PDMP, like the monitoring program, he was fine. So we filled it. Okay, when he went to pick it up, the other tech went to the window and then the guy complained about the price. So the tech looked into the computer while the guy's looking at the paperwork in the bottle. He says that he'll have to wait because he doesn't have the money, takes the script back and then leaves. When the other tech gives the bottle back to the pharmacist, it had different pills in it. It oh. had it had over the counter aspirin in the pills instead of the oxycodone. There was a ton of confusion. So they had to check the cameras. Turns out the guy that in in under 30 seconds, he com- like a completely rehearsed routine. He dumped the bottle in his pocket and poured aspirin. He got out of the shelf into that bottle. So the other tech was like at the like he did all that while the tech was looking at the computer and not at him. So like it was a super quick thing um, for him to be able to do that. And then he used the he used the paperwork from the prescription to block the view of the action of doing that. So they had to call the police and basically like found out like after like reviewing everything that it was actually theft. It was like a huge mess, um, but pretty freaking ridiculous. That's, you know, I feel like that's the craziest story so far. Well, they're all kind, they're all really crazy in their own ways, but like you just think about how, how much that patient just thought about how he's going to get all these pills and he literally practiced it at home, like an Olympic swimmer is practicing laps. That is insane. Yeah. And borderline genius. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, if I saw that, oh my gosh. If I was that, if I was in that pharmacy and I got back, like, I, I could just imagine the amount of emotions that they're going through. Like, you look at this bottle of, of aspirin and, you know, you, you know how like the whatever, maple, I'm thinking of the little yellow aspirins with the heart on it. You think of this bottle of aspirin, you're looking at it, and you're the pharmacist, and you're just like, wait a second, did I count this? Didn't I actually count this, this um, whatever, Oxy-30 or whatever? Didn't I? And then you said, just all of this stuff going through your head. Yeah. How crazy. Yeah, I'd freak out if I was a pharmacist. I'm freaking out right now. Because they would definitely think it was me. <laughs> like, every pharmacist would be like, they're going to think I stole it. You know, like... <laughs> So that's oh, crazy. Thank, thank goodness Big Brother was watching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cameras sometimes save you. All right, here's, here's another one. All right, a male patient jumped across the counseling window at one of my IPPEs in a chain pharmacy. God sucks, she's on her IPPE. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so he jumped, he jumped through the counseling window because he didn't believe the pharmacist was really calling his doctor to figure out why his Suboxone prescription, um, like why they weren't getting a refill or something like that. She's 5'1". She says, I'm 5'1", and I somehow had the courage to stand up and point to the waiting chairs and yell, go sit down and wait. (laughs) Oh, jeez. To which he then responded with wide eyes, yes, ma'am. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. That's tough, man. I mean, sometimes, like, you know, um, it's even hard as a male to, like, get in confrontation with some of these other men about, Mm -hmm. like, serious situations. So, like, I give... Kudos. I think it's, you know, a difficult thing and super courageous for women to have to deal with things like that. Yeah. That's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy for anyone at all. No matter. I mean, 
I'm a, I'm fairly tall, but I, I and, and I've dealt with some smaller people who are just like terrify me. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> but I mean, definitely confrontation, especially when you're like fresh, like with an IP, like at an IEPPE, you're not familiar with the patients. You probably aren't familiar with the store. It's like, what do you even do? Like, I remember thinking that too on my IPPs, like when you're brand new somewhere, you never know almost what to do. You're just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, do I let him lunge at me? I see he has a knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's scary. I always had like a, like a legitimate fear, you know, literally of people pulling out something on mm -hmm. me. So like I was always, you know, looking at people's hands and stuff like that. Like if, if I felt like unsafe or like I, they were getting loud and threatening and things like that, mm -hmm. like I would just, I had a, a paranoia of that. So, um, okay. Here's something really funny. Lighten the mood a little bit. Okay. The phone rang and I picked it up and the guy says, I need my fine ass to ride. I'm like, what? <laughs> he says, yeah, I need my fine ass to ride. I'm like, man, do you oh. know you call the pharmacy, right? He goes, yeah, I need my prescription, my fine ass to ride. <laughs> Only look at his profile to realize he was saying finasteride. Oh, that's super funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like that is hilarious. And I could totally see the confusion there. And it, is, it brings up the bigger point of like how hard drugs are to say brand or generic. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, like it's a whole new language. That's hilarious. All right. Here's, here's, a, here's another funny one. I work as an intern at CVS that has a drive through I once had a guy pull up to pick up his prescription. In the time it took me to go from the window to the waiting bin and back with his prescription, this guy had completely undressed in his car. I had to act like nothing was out of the ordinary <laughs> until he pulled off and started crying. <laughs> I was laughing. That is hilarious. <laughs> What funny. a jerk did that guy would do that. Oh like, my gosh. He, I wonder if he was picking up psych meds. Like yeah, <laughs> what was in that bag that he needed so desperately before like, he took off his clothes? And how many times have he done that? You know? Like, he probably does it everywhere. He probably does it at the bank. It's so messed up. <laughs> the problem is though at the bank, like you literally just have to interact with the tube. You don't have to really act with it. Well, I guess if you go to one side of the window. But anyways, that's funny. Doesn't that happen though? Where like Patients do weird things and you almost don't know like, okay, let me just act casual. Like, I know you're undressing right now, but uh, I have a line behind you. So just move along. Move yeah. along. <laughs> let me just not notice that you're completely naked. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's one that's also administration adherence related. I'm a staff pharmacist at, retail ch at a retail chain in Texas. So here's my story. I had an older woman come in with no insurance and was being prescribed insulin for the first time. She was grumpy and rude right off the bat. I get her prescription ready and take over the and take over the transaction from the technician so you know the tech can continue working with other patients and I can continue to counsel her and ask questions. She doesn't like that. Like she I guess she felt a way about the pharmacist coming over and doing that and told her to shut the F up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that led to some things, but I told her to shut the F up. Anyway. I told her I would absolutely not shut up because I, w I wanted to counsel her. I asked her twice if she wanted me to continue, and she finally agreed. Since she asked me to give her the first dose of insulin, but she couldn't because of company policy, she told her that I'd, 
um, I told her that I, the, the pharmacist said, I'd watch you in the consultation room. Um, I'd watch you give the injection. I'll show you how to do it. So after prepping her insulin pen and giving her the instructions on where to administer, she, she proceeds to stab herself four times randomly around the abdominal area, asking me if this was right. Oh my gosh. Did she push the plunger? I was in complete shock as I saw drops of blood coming out of the injection sites, and I told her, do not do that. I told her to inject where I swab her with the alcohol, and she finally does. After giving herself insulin, she felt so much, quote unquote, so much better, even though obviously that's not how insulin works. I didn't care at that point. She left and vowed to never return, but she came back two weeks later. <laughs> Why would she vow to never return? That was above and beyond counseling. I mean, that sounds like it was a very interesting interaction. Yeah. Um, like, how do you even like, because you know what the problem is? This The patient has something sharp in their hand and you don't want to startle them so that they stab themselves a fifth time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, kudos to her because there's some times that you can really identify when someone needs counseling and she was like kind of stern about like, I need to go over this with you because mm-hmm. this is not easy. Yeah. Clearly. It, <laughs> I, and you know what's crazy is like, I feel like for, at least in my experience, patients with diabetes supplies, like 100% requires more counseling yeah. than anything that you would get in, yeah. an out, in like a normal outpatient um, for pharmacy. Yeah, and, and it's crazy because it takes a long time to counsel them. And I remember the times, the, some of the days that I've had, like, the hardest at a pharmacy was because I knew I had to take a lot of time to counsel someone on how to, like, use a meter. Yeah. You know, like, how to, like, just check their blood sugar. Mm-hmm. So, like, and but it's absolutely necessarily needed because a lot of times they're like, I don't know how to use this. Mm-hmm. My doctor didn't tell me anything. They just said, come pick up this prescription. Yeah. And it's almost like the physicians are expecting us to do it, you know, which, which is great. Yeah, in which a is way. fine. Yeah. Um, so the, that's definitely on the diabetes side. I mean, it's definitely something that's should trigger the need to counsel more. Yeah, for sure. If anything. A hundo. All right. Here's one from the ED. We're about to intubate um, a patient when the patient's three-legged dog jumps off their lap and ran into the room and started barking at the team seconds after pushing medications. Oh, my gosh. The doctor started yelling. <laughs> the physician started yelling, someone get this damn dog. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately before proceeding with intubation. And they say an ED can reassemble a zoo. Dot, dot, dot. That was a message. Thanks for that. That was good. Like, if I saw, like, first of all, I mean, I guess you can't do anything with the dog. Like, what can you do with it? <laughs> just, like, I just picture, like, a like you know, the staff, like, of nurses, pharmacists, and physicians, like, someone get the damn dog. And then just everyone looking around, like, who's going to get the dog, you know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The poor dog. Yeah. Why does it have three legs? Yeah. <laughs> That's not so funny. Like, really, let's, let's, let's talk more about this dog. <laughs> things happen. It could have been an accident or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and they didn't want to leave the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to them. Well, let me tell you about a story that happened to me. So I was working in the community. New patient comes up. She has dental prescriptions, standard stuff, painkiller, um, antibiotic, And so I'm just, I'm 
typing away, verifying prescriptions. My technician is the person who takes her information down and she has, she has Medicaid and there's some sort of issue going on with it. And my technician is um, trying to explain it to her. And so the, we start, we just take the prescriptions and we try to help her out. So we call Medicaid and we get everything kind of sorted out. And so the patient has been interacting with my technician this whole time. And then like I'm verifying her prescriptions and she comes to the other side of the, of the counter to pick them up. And then she starts like saying, I don't know you. How do I even know you're the pharmacist? Just because you have a ponytail and glasses does not mean you're the pharmacist. (laughs) She completely thinks that like, I shouldn't even be back in the pharmacy, like ring her up. And then I tell my technician, please go ring her up. But for whatever reason, she was just convinced that I was not even supposed to be in the pharmacy. Like she had never, the first time this woman is here, by Mm -hmm. the way, she just thinks that I came out of nowhere, put on a white coat, and just decided to start doing some stuff in the back. Hmm. So I'll never forget her. Yeah. I think I had a I had a story where I was fl- I was floating somewhere at the time and someone brought in a prescription for something that we legitimately did not have. Like, and it was, it was a C2. We legitimately didn't have it. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons why you could like maybe say something that you don't have it or whatever, but we legitimately didn't have this then. Um, she was new to the pharmacy and everything. And she's my same skin color. And I'm a little dark, a little on the caramel chocolate side, like, a, <laughs> you know, um, she was my same complexion, like same ethnicity borderline. And she flat out was like, you're a racist. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> this is not the case here, ma'am. I thought that was hilarious. And it really made me say OMG. Like I just got called a racist. Yeah. By someone. By someone my exact color. <laughs> relating to her. You know what? You know what happened to me the other day, and I don't think I told you about it. So at the facility I work at now, we we fill outpatient prescriptions when the um, outpatient pharmacy is closed, like for patients who are being discharged. And nurse faxes down a prescription sheet for like 11 prescriptions. It's like a lot. And we have to do it on top of like our other work that we have to do. And one of them is a Percocet. And we can fill Percocet for patients who had just, um, who are post-op. So for those patients, we can fill Percocets for. And like we fill everything and as as I'm counting it, like the Percocet, as I double count the Percocet, I lose one. I lose it. I like count it and then it just like falls on the floor. The nurse calls down to the pharmacy saying, oh, the patient's not being discharged and we have to put everything back. But all the while I lost a Percocet tablet, like in the process, like for absolutely nothing. The patient didn't even get the medications. Like after all of that, and I, I create a variance in the, in the vault and, I, and the patient didn't even get the, the medicine. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was really upset. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe this. It's <laughs> funny. What do you mean he's not being discharged? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get this. <laughs> he's going to get it. That's <laughs> funny. All right. So that is it for OMG Pharmacy volume or part. Well, I don't know what I'm going to call, like how I'm going to series number it or whatever. But anyway. We'll start is, with one. How about that? Yeah. But um, is it volume one, part one, edition one, chapter one? I mean, there's all kinds of things that I can call this. Don't put the pressure on me, okay? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, submit your stories. Um, I'd love to read them and figure out how we can share some funny and crazy stories and show everyone that, you know, 
everyone goes through these things from time and time again. And we're all on the same team here trying to just get through a normal day. And sometimes we can't. <laughs> and sometimes you lose stuff. Yeah, sometimes you lose stuff. <laughs> Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, As always, really appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to follow on any of your favorite social media platforms and hope you have a great rest of your day.